0: good morning davis you are listening to kdrt 95.7 on your fm dial coming to you live from davis california where the green grass grows i will be your host for this uh good morning uh joshua caldwell here um today we're going to be interviewing some students and uh we're going to see how the pandemic has affected them and how their lives have changed since. Um, I will leave this question open. So uh, what do you miss the most about your pre-pandemic life? Um, and how have you been able to adjust with it all? I think that the pandemic has definitely changed all of our lives. And uh, as humans, the way we adjust to these situations is what makes us stronger. So. Michael, I think you had a, a
1: yeah, talk. so gosh, before the pandemic, I think the main thing that I'm kind of craving is probably human interaction, right? I yeah. think everyone right now is in the same boat where we're all kind of starved for it at a certain point of just being in our house, you know all the time, uh, and how it affected me, well, gosh, I think I've definitely become more antisocial. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, same. Uh, I, I agree. I think it's, it's human interaction is one of those things that humans crave, but we don't realize that we crave it. Um, even the people I know that are introverts and want to stay to themselves all the time, go to places to people watch, and that is human interaction. And it's, it's a strange thought, but I think all humans have been craving that. Um, I started going back to the office recently and, um, probably 5 or 6 people will just like oh i didn't know somebody else was in the office how are you doing how have you been like <laughs> so so like the minute you see someone else you instantly want to like say hey
2: what's up how oh, are yeah. you going?
0: like how's the pandemic um yeah i i think that's a really good one um steven did you have something to add
3: yeah um i was obviously like everyone is itching for like human interaction one of my things that i was dealing with i just transferred here like the year before the pandemic I was just, like, getting settled into Davis. I had a really nice fall quarter. Winter quarter was winter quarter. Um, (laughs) But that was it. The next thing that happened, like, this pandemic hit. And then I've just been inside for the last year. So that was, like, really rough.
0: Yeah, that's it. It's everyone being inside and being told that we can't go outside has been an adjustment for everybody. And it's a very strange adjustment, but. Hopefully here with all this vaccine rollout, we can get back to like normal everyday life and hopefully get into the studio instead of being on Zoom. Um, Okay, so uh, the next question is, uh, how have you been keeping yourself sane this last year? Um, Still open to anybody, you can just jump right in. Um, I think everyone has had to cope in their own way. I learned that people were adopting animals um, just because they were in the house alone and they wanted a companion. So things like that, I think have really affected how humans uh, interact in our own space and with others.
4: I actually have a dog, I got her before the pandemic. So right when the pandemic hit and I saw a lot of people adopting dogs, I'm like, I really hope they know how to take care of them and keep them because it's, it's tough. Dog food is expensive, toys, you got to keep them well-groomed if it needs grooming. Luckily, my dog, she's a husky, so the only thing she does is just really shed because she's not a really fluffy husky. She's actually really petite. But that's the way I've been keeping myself sane is having a dog, luckily.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think you got the dog at the right time, but you're right. That is, the, the, that is my biggest worry about all these people adopting animals is like the shelters are empty. But for some reason, like all these people are adopting these animals, but they don't really know if they can actually take care of them. So you hope that the shelters are doing their due diligence and uh, making sure that these people can take care of the animals. Uh, But it is like it's a full time job. Like (laughs) it's a full time job. Um, My girlfriend adopted a puppy and uh, he is a handful. I'm not going to lie. Super adorable. But a handful. He will not sleep at night. And so she's she's always telling me she's tired. And I'm like, oh, well. That, he's, he's a child. <laughs> he's basically a child. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, anyone else? Because I think that uh, how have you stayed sane during this pandemic?
5: I'm in the same boat as Anna with having a dog. And I also had him pre-pandemic. And I don't think I realized just how much like he made me more comfortable having him and stuff and just hanging out with me while I'm here at home alone. Um, yeah. And we go on a lot of hikes together. That's also how I've been staying sane. I don't have a lot of human interaction, but I get a lot of interaction with my dog.
3: Natalia, where have you gone on hikes? Do you have a favorite one?
5: I go to Black Diamond. And then recently, I just went to Yosemite. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
5: that was crazy. And I actually took a wrong turn. So I ended up (laughs) doing like 16 miles. Instead of what was only supposed to be like six, because I went like all around, as there was like snow blocking off certain ways that I was going to be able to take. So it was really, it was really crazy.
0: Oh, did I, you well, get to I see haven't. the lava at Yosemite? No, I didn't.
5: No, I did not wait,
1: there's that. lava at Yosemite? No, have y'all not That's heard me talk about that for a second? Yeah.
5: yeah. <laughs> <not> about <laughs> this? Is that not Yellowstone or?
0: I'm not I sure. thought it was Yosemite. Is it Yosemite? I have no I because, idea. Okay, I don't so, think there's so, a volcano okay.
3: in
2: Yosemite
0: no 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 let me explain it first let me explain it first so okay. <laughs> so um there's this mountain and i think it's yosemite i could be wrong someone correct me if you know but um when the at sunset when the light hits the mountain just right it looks like there's lava flowing over the side of the mountain oh and, and so I, I i i could be wrong i thought it was yosemite but I could very well be wrong.
3: Horsetail Fall. We missed it.
0: Yes, there you go. And where, is that
3: Yosemite? Yeah, uh, okay. I have the Wikipedia article pulled up. It's called Yosemite <laughs> Firefall.
0: Yes, thank you. So so what I always say, did you see the lava? I'm like, oh, okay. It's, <laughs> but no. it's, it is a beautiful place to take pictures. And if you hike up there, um, yeah. that at the end of a hike, 100% worth it. It was really
1: cool. Yeah, no, my mistake. I thought you were talking about literal lava. No, 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 no. no not at all.
3: I knew but, you, somebody was on fire, but like the lava was the first thing I have ever heard of. No, that's
0: that's a little different. That's uh, because of like actual fires. <laughs> that's a little different. Um, speaking of which, um, shout out to Barbados because their uh, volcano just erupted and keeps erupting. Um, prayer's up them because it's hard. Um, they need extra aid so sorry to bring it down for a minute but like <laughs> look it up it's 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 hard right now um yeah i think now we're gonna let uh, some other people get into some other questions because i'm almost positive i went over my three minutes <laughs> but uh anyone who wants to jump in go ahead feel free
3: are we just gonna um each ask our third question like just the third question
0: I think we're asking anything you want, man. It's open to the floor. Like, if you want to ask something, I think we're all open here. So
3: ask it and someone
0: will respond. Exactly, Michael. Yeah.
3: Exactly. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I guess one thing that I wanted to say first about uh, keeping sane during the pandemic. Um, uh, If I'm going to get real for a second, uh, my dad was a healthcare worker last year. He was just a mm-hmm. pharmacist. Um, Shout out to your dad. Thanks. Yeah. Um, He was just a pharmacist, so he wasn't like, you know, up and close touching people but he was in the hospital and uh last year i like if anyone remembers right at the start of the pandemic there was like a lack of masks available yeah uh for the first like couple months like maybe two or three my dad had to keep walking into work with the same mask just one mask that he had to wash and use every single day was and it like
0: one of the blue disposable
3: ones yo it was exactly that
0: I didn't know it was that bad. I knew it was bad, but geez.
3: Yeah, and it it wasn't even like, oh, we can wait a couple of weeks and we'll get another. I it was it took a couple months. I mean, like he got a second and a third one, and then it was just those three for like three months.
0: Yeah, he had to rotate them.
3: Yeah, and um, one thing that like we're expected of in America is like everyone has like different political opinions, and we're expected to just respect that no matter what. But one of the problems last year was our president, Donald Trump, he called this virus a hoax. And uh, one thing that he did, a lot of people, I don't know if people know this, but the, the UPS had a plan to send five masks to every single household in America in the first month. And so, like, right away, my dad could have gotten five masks. And because of Trump, he didn't. And it's just really frustrating having to exist in the world where like my dad I mean he it was really hard my dad had four heart attacks last year it was not fun working in the hospital
0: yo he was stressed stressed
3: yes oh my god just a couple of months ago uh their break room is just the size of like a living room like probably anyone's living room maybe a bit smaller maybe the size of a kitchen but uh at any time there would be like five people in the room Uh, It was either just a couple months ago or last year, one of his coworkers had the coronavirus. And so he would stand in this living room with someone else that had it in this hospital. And he didn't get it, which was very fortunate. And he's vaccinated and he actually retires tomorrow, which is really good. But last year, it was really hard to sleep, especially at first, knowing that was out there in the hospitals. And um, one... Way of like keeping sane that was super super important was protesting. I like come from a background where a lot of people look down on protesting because they think it's too loud, and I I, I just a lot of people don't understand the anger that comes with that. But uh, protesting was something that happened a lot last year, and that was incredibly important for people to get their voice out because there was a lot of legitimate concerns. And I know that's something that's starting up again this week, and that's probably gonna continue on for the next year but um that's just such an important way for like people to get their voice out a lot of people are angry but like it's a there's a lot of valid reasons to be angry and sometimes it's good to like try to like stay calm but sometimes i think everyone's heard the the phrase accept the things that you can't change but change the things that you can't accept and i think the last couple years uh, i think this year america is really going to show that i really hope so at least
0: I, I really hope so, too. First of all, I'll tell you, Dad, congratulations on his retirement. That is a huge feat, um, huge. Um, yeah. and, and also, shout out to all the healthcare workers that are listening to this, because you guys are really the ones who kept us on track through this pandemic. Um, and I, all the healthcare workers that I know have put in, like, 12, 14, 16-hour days just to, like, help people who have been dealing with COVID. And like you said, like there was a president at the time who was like, oh, it's fake when people are dying from this every day. So I can only imagine um, how those healthcare workers feel. Um, so it's it, it, shout out to you, Dan. Shout out to all the healthcare workers out there because you guys are on the front lines of it all.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. I mean, really, I don't know what we would have done if our healthcare workers. Didn't step up like that. I mean, yeah, like you said, people are working for like sixteen hours in a row. Yeah,
0: nonstop. And and I know I work for eight and I'm done. <laughs> so no, for real. Like shout out to them because they are they are working the hardest and they're still continuing to work. At least now they can get masked. Um, there's an abundance now, which is the good thing. Um, and hopefully we can get a hold of this pandemic.
4: So continuing on the topic of COVID, Arasandi, how has CoVID affected your education being on Zoom University, you know?
6: Uh, I guess I think it affected me more physically considering that I'm always on the screen. So I'm already partially blind as it is. So I'm just becoming more blinder. <laughs> so I'm um, because it's because having to wear all these glasses now I have to put all these more lenses on the protection screen on my laptop because I have more on, on it for hours for work for school just to you know just even have a conversation with people you know because i love my roommates but one of them is a a, a toxicologist and the other one's a plant major and their conversation is sometimes not that fun (laughs) you see but i think has been really i think something that's keeping me really sane is probably just like talking
4: Yeah, Yeah, like that topic before of needing uh, human interaction to continue. It's very difficult being on Zoom and trying to find friends. Luckily, I made at least one (laughs) this year. Uh, Could have made more during um, if if class was actually in person. But, you know, one is great. She has a dog. We have a dog. Go to dog parks now. So that's very awesome. Uh, Giovanna, do you have a place you would like to travel to? After the pandemic, if like money wasn't an issue or anything, mm-hmm.
7: um, I I've always like wanted to go to um, France. I don't know why. I mean, it'd be very very expensive. Um,
0: Parlez-vous français?
7: Yeah, I, I only know like a few words in French and I forget. Um, I tried to do the Duolingo thing, and then like I always like break my my streak. Same. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wanted to go back to um, talking about like meeting people, like, well, for instance, like you were talking about, um Anna how you were meeting people and like we met, like now we go to the dog park sometimes. Yeah. And it's like, it's super fun because, um yeah, I don't know, like just going to the dog park and seeing all the dogs, like just makes me so happy. It's like, it's really, I don't know, it kind of, it does kind of help my sanity, like being able to pet all the dogs. It's like really fun
4: especially a breath of fresh air being cooped up in a room Mm -hmm. trying to continue our education. Mm
0: -hmm.
4: It's Yeah, it's very refreshing.
0: I've also wondered how the animals feel, like, because they cooped up too.
4: Definitely. (laughs) Yeah, I can tell mine just keeps running around in circles.
0: Yeah. And
4: around the dogs, she doesn't even go to the dogs. She just runs in circles first (laughs) to get her energy out.
0: Maybe it's not just human interaction. Maybe it's just interaction of, like, everything.
4: Yeah. No, oh, definitely. Uh, Aiden, do you have a song you've been listening to on repeat during COVID?
2: Um I guess I someone I just started listening to is uh Tyler Childers. He's a sort he's of from Kentucky, but I wouldn't call him totally country. He's more um, roots uh bluegrass type. He definitely has a country name though. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um so i would definitely recommend that um but that's interesting you asked me that because that was actually one of my questions that i had was (laughs) sorry (laughs) um no 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 that's perfect transition because i was gonna ask uh what's your favorite genre of music and who are some of your favorite artists so i'll just hit that right back to you anna
4: um I would think my favorite genre would be like hip hop, you know, just basic. Um, I mean,
0: well, who have you now, been listening to since the pandemic?
4: Uh, me? Well, actually, that's the weird part. I've listened less to music during the pandemic. I don't really why? know why. Yeah, I'm just like. I just rather watch TV shows than listen to music. So I've just been watching Hawaii Five O and The Good Doctor. So <laughs> it's a very good show I recommend. Um, talking about shows, though, Vanessa, have you watched a show recently? Or, like, gotten hooked on one?
8: Yeah, I actually recently got hooked on Schitt's Creek. Um, I heard a lot of hype about it, and I decided to watch it for myself. And it was a little hard to get into at first because, like, humor... Um, I don't know. It's just a little different than what I'm used to, but I quickly like I got sucked in after a few episodes, and yeah, I, I started rewatching it because I thought it was really funny. Have you seen it before? No. Or has anyone seen no. it?
0: Shit's freak is hilarious. It is like probably the best comedy on TV right now.
8: Yeah, it's won a lot of awards too. Yeah.
0: Uh, But also hawaii5o.com. I'm sorry. Say again, Anna. I'm sorry.
4: Oh, I am so sorry. Does anyone have like a (laughs) favorite genre?
0: Music or like television?
4: TV shows, movies, films.
3: It's not a genre, but like anything on HBO. I uh, was watching The Wire last year, and now I'm super, super into The Sopranos. I was watching it this morning to wake up yeah who else watches sopranos i need to hear those
0: any anything on hbo will absolutely suck you in it doesn't matter what you're watching um i don't know if you guys have uh watched euphoria with Zendaya, but if you haven't another amazing show hbo knows what they they're doing they've been doing it since the 90s <laughs>
2: open box office steven absolutely. did you take the epic television class
3: Epic television? No, I haven't. I didn't know that was a class. What's yeah, up? I was gonna
2: say if you love The you Sopranos, it.
3: it's,
0: yeah, yeah, you would I absolutely. I took that love class.
6: It. it was really We're, fun.
0: I'm, I'm taking it this quarter, and it's amazing. First, first week we talk about The Sopranos.
3: Oh, oh, I'm taking this class. I'm taking it next <laughs> quarter. I'm so taking that. <laughs> well, yeah, the uh, shows that people have been watching. Anything? Um, I guess, like, how do people? Does anyone have, like, a favorite string service, I guess? Because, like, I definitely use HBO Max more than, like, anything else.
0: I was going to say it was HBO Go, and since they shut that down and switched to HBO Max. Uh, Wait, what's the I difference was... between Go and Max? There isn't, <laughs> there isn't any difference, to be honest. Uh, I think Max is just a different, like, subsidiary of HBO, and all they do is produce their shows. Like, they can produce original content on And HBO Go is just where they put that content up, if that makes sense.
3: Max is the new, like before they had HBO Go, and that was just HBO on your phone. But after Disney Plus came out, they updated to Max. And they're owned by Warner Bros. uh, AT&T, so they just add anything that they own on HBO Max.
9: Hey, talking about Disney, is anyone watching Falcon and Winter Soldier? Absolutely. Yes, Yes.
5: that last uh, episode was crazy.
9: Oh Absolutely. yeah! I'm not gonna spoil it, but it got real, it got very real. Yeah, I did. If you haven't caught
0: up on any of the Marvel shows, they're all good. WandaVision was really good. Uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, I'm enjoying more, obviously, because like you get a more of the Winter Soldier backstory plus Black Falcon. <laughs> and I feel like it plus, got crazy
5: really soon. fast. Say What's again, the- Italian Oh, I said it like Winter, the Winter Soldier one, um, got crazier faster than the
0: division one. Yeah, and you know why? It's only six episodes. Yeah. Yeah, so it's super short, so they had to fill all the story. Um, and I think it's gonna be perfect because by the time that ends, Loki is gonna come out, or Loki's just about to come out. And so Loki, I think, might be the redheaded stepchild of the Marvel <laughs>
9: TV shows. Wait, so what's but, next after Loki, though? Like, you know? I don't know. Avengers I, and-
0: Word is they were supposed to be doing another movie um, for phase four. And I don't know when that's happening.
9: Oh, they're probably gonna do Miss Marvel, not Miss Marvel, but like the little kid. Kamala oh, Conway. that'd be good. That'd be yeah. pretty good. Because they're gonna do that. They did it with the video game that was on PS4, but it was terrible. Never play it. Marvel <laughs> Avengers. It, it was a terrible, repetitive fest. Well, thank it you, Lucky, because I almost, I almost bought it. You don't. <laughs> it's not worth it, even with the DLC.
4: <laughs> Continuing on the subject of films, Molly, have you
10: seen a new film
4: or do you have a favorite film in mind? <laughs> Thank you.
10: Um, let me think. I think the last movie I saw was Minari. Um, which is so so good. Everyone should definitely watch it. It's beautiful. Um, it's also Did you see Minari? Yeah, yeah, Minari. Um, I watched that a couple times actually. Like what's that? Uh What's that?
0: he said what's that yeah it's what's minari
10: oh it's that um it's, it's a24 i think with uh steven steven Yoon. um yeah it's just really beautiful and pretty funny and then surprisingly dark but yeah i would definitely recommend that um i think one of my favorite films of all time is do the right thing
0: oh great um, movie great yeah show. it's
10: yeah so good yeah, I think uh, that's
4: one of the movies that you see in Epic Television, I believe, if
10: I recall correctly. Do the right thing. Yeah. Maybe. Probably. I don't know if it's
1: Epic Television, but I definitely know that in some of the earlier film courses you study it because that's where I first watched it.
0: Uh, it just okay. Into a show. Film studies one. So yeah, yeah, yeah thanks. Uh, Spike Lee, obviously, like yeah. I mean, pioneer of film. Um. Too bad he's a Knicks fan, but <laughs> <laughs> pioneer of film. Um, and I think every movie, I was I was just watching to uh, He Got Game, the intro, the opening intro where they're just playing basketball and he's showing all the shots. Like, Spike Lee knows what he's doing. Uh, Yanru, uh, what films have you been into lately? I know it's crazy early over there, but we thank you for joining us.
7: <laughs> well, I...
11: I actually didn't have enough time to like watch a movie because I was uh preparing for my like master degree. So oh
0: Lord, master's. Uh, I was Go pretty ahead, girl. busy.
11: Uh, but I was gonna ask Oh, I was gonna ask like what TV show are you guys watching in epic television class last summer and we were watching like Black Mirror last year.
0: Uh- great show too
1: it kind of Um, seems like our world
9: right now is Black Mirror doesn't it
0: yeah I I feel like
9: everyone says that but I feel like it's true (laughs) episode of Black Mirror the best episode Um, I
0: I can never pronounce dude's name but y'all know dude from uh, Get Out
9: Oh yeah Abortion Daniel oh, yeah. I, I can yeah. never
0: pronounce his last name but or, oh, he yeah. is in like an episode where uh, they have to work out in order to collect coins but then those coins have to go into something so they can become a star so the whole point is to collect the coins to become a star and it really just shows you how like all these people are really vain and all they want to do is become a star and then when they get the opportunity to become a star they fail most of the time so his
9: girlfriend becomes a prostitute
0: is yeah yeah that? yep <laughs> yeah it's that's a spoiler everyone yeah sorry spoilers <laughs> but yes that is probably my favorite episode of black mirror Um and
2: then he sells out but it's okay <laughs> yeah because we want to see him succeed
0: yeah and that's the thing we we wanted to see all those characters um the first episode of black mirror really threw me off like
9: uh um, yes like, yes that's
0: and that's really the big. only
9: one i haven't <laughs> yes. seen I really
0: that's that's the like, one
5: Whoa.
0: yeah that's the one you should probably watch because you might get a little better understanding of why Black Mirror took off. Because mm-hmm. it seems like a regular story at first, and then the pig part comes in, and you're like, wait, what? <laughs>
5: I think the one with the dating app is probably my favorite, because it's that's the one good that one has like, a good ending. I'm like, wow, the dating, I'm dating so app like one?
3: Dating Black seen.
9: Mirror. What about snatch Oh, the yeah, the interactive one. I think that's yeah, that fun one really because cool. it was interactive.
5: Oh, I do remember that one, actually.
9: Um,
0: Do you know they're getting sued, though? For what? Yeah, they got sued by uh, the people who made the, um, y'all probably weren't around, but Professor probably understands, but the Choose Your Own Adventure, um, the people who created that in like the 70s, 80s, um, sued Black Mirror um, because it's like they felt that when you could pick the decision that the character made, they were copying the Choose Your Own Adventure. Uh, no idea where that lawsuit is. But yeah, it actually happened. That's crazy.
1: So
4: feel like, you know, right. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> um, sorry, yeah, I, was, I actually you. was gonna say I have a question for Jacqueline. Um, do you have a favorite type of food or something you've uh, cooked new throughout the pandemic or in general?
8: Um, my voice might cut off a little bit, but um, I've been cooking pizza recently And it's been coming out so bad. So (laughs) I think I'm starting to not like pizza. So this is like the antonym
4: of your question. Well, this is a a debate question right here. But do you believe pineapple belongs on pizza?
6: No.
8: No.
5: (laughs) I
4: think it does.
8: Honestly, anything that's edible belongs to whatever you want to put it on. I feel like it's just bad to judge people
4: based on like what they eat true that's very much true victor what about you do you have a preference on uh pineapple on pizza
2: yeah i actually like i actually prefer pineapple on pizza for some reason it just adds like more flavor to it yeah That's (laughs) that's
1: my boy right there
2: does anyone else like pineapple on pizza
1: heck yeah man i'm right with you yes
2: exactly yeah it's just more better for some reason
1: but anyway, everyone, you are listening to KDRT 95.7 on the FM dial, broadcasting from Davis, California, where the grassroots grow. And uh, now I think we're going to take it back to the top. Everyone, let's let's kind of bring it back to the beginning of the program. So at the beginning of the program, we were talking about, well, what do you miss like from before the pandemic, before everything you know went down? Does anybody want to
9: add on to that? Just kind of going back to the beginning. I miss in-person Tinder dates. Like those used to be really cool, and now they're just gone. I don't know what to do with my life, you know. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm I've, cool, but, yeah. I feel like dating in general has kind of taken a
1: hit, you know, because everything's moved online, and and you know, meeting in person's a little bit, you know, scarier nowadays because of obvious reasons. So
2: you just yeah. have to update your bio. Just say vaccinated or or tested yesterday. <laughs> And then you did. <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Do you do you guys feel safe meeting up, like, if, if you're both vaccinated right now? Because yeah. I feel like I'm still really hesitant about it, even though I'm vaccinated.
9: There's, like, different variants now, right? So mm-hmm. you could still have the vaccination and still get, you know, something new you didn't even know about. Can't you yeah. still be a
4: carrier, even if you're vaccinated?
9: Yes. Yes, it's exactly. still possible. That's the yeah.
4: why I'm so hesitant, because I have a lot of immune-compromised people in my family. So, like... Mm. I have to think so many times before I'm like yeah I'll just go meet up with this person.
1: Yeah that, that I mean that definitely makes sense with the vaccine I believe uh, Moderna and Pfizer are about 98 to 99 uh, percent like uh, immune once you get it uh but you when the off chance that you still do get it you can be still a carrier so everyone please watch out for that uh you are not totally safe even though you've gotten the vaccine so make sure you wear your mask uh, practice social distancing as much as you can uh yeah and there are new strains out recently but supposedly uh the vaccine uh is effective against those as well so I don't think we should need to be too worried about that as of right now.
5: Doesn't the Johnson and Johnson also have a way lower percentage?
1: I believe that's it's around... actually been
5: paused. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it was yesterday or the day before they announced it in the morning that they're not rolling it out anymore.
1: Yeah, that's because there have been some weird cases with blood clots, but they you know, they don't really know what's going on with that, but they're just do they're pausing it to be safe. It's mm-hmm. it, you know. Odds are, if you got the Johnson and Johnson, you're fine. But you know, in the one in a million case that something happens, it's a little worrying, you know. So they I they put it on those. I actually got
11: the Johnson and Johnson vaccine and like one month ago, and yeah, it was it was pretty good, but it's disappeared right now, so I'm just curious about it.
1: Yeah, I think that was just some. I think it was what was it like one out of hundred yeah, thousand to a million or something died,
11: like that. I think.
1: Yeah, I think there were around ten cases, and six people have died. But if you mm-hmm. think about like ten cases and the amount of people that they've vaccinated, you know, overall it's not that much. It's still very, very you know, small percentage of people. From at least my understanding, now anybody can correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm definitely open to be wrong because you know this is my limited understanding of it. But uh, you know,
3: uh, wait, I'm gonna step in and take it back to that dating topic because I really want to ask something do you guys think there's going to be a huge boost in uh speed dating once we get out of this because i feel like that's i if it's not going to be the next big thing it should be and i i put that out there because i really really hope someone at uc davis organizes that because that's i feel like that's a crucial thing that needs to happen I, Has anyone I, like done that before like speed dating because like i've never heard of anyone actually doing it but yeah
2: i've seen it in tv shows or movies but i've never heard of it in real life
5: i actually think they had something at davis oh no it was an app that they were going to put out i remember getting an email for like some sort i of think it was like
4: during date. valentine's day yeah it was a valentine's day well, yeah it was very weird i i was just very weird to read i'm like well i guess <laughs> like if you're super lonely here's like You know, an app that you can do to meet other people, (laughs) like who are also lonely on Valentine's Day specifically that week. Um, But Jingyi, what do you think of um, how dating is going to be like after COVID?
7: Um, I I actually don't know because I have no experience on dating. Um, but I think, um, maybe after the quarantine um people (laughs) there will be a lot of parties and people will um uh, find the the one they're interested in in the parties
3: yeah i'm really curious oh i was gonna say i'm really curious because like i know people are gonna be like a little nervous and like awkward coming out of this just because like we haven't talked to people in a while but also that applies to like every single person so i wonder if because there's going to be like a collective awkwardness that's going to like have any effect on that i'm just yeah i have no idea but i'm like really curious about it
4: i just really hope people still take the precautions after covid you know and don't get all like excited about it and then completely forget you know to do all these things wash their hands um sanitize their hands, you know and stuff like that I'm just hoping that still gets followed after COVID and it's not like, oh yeah, we're out of COVID. We don't got to follow any of these (laughs) these guidelines anymore. It's like, no, please still do. (laughs) It's not something that's going to disappear within like a day and then bam, everything's going to go back to normal.
1: Yeah, I'm actually kind of hoping that one of the good takeaways from this pandemic will be the normalization of like wearing masks when you're sick. Because I know in you know, certain places, that's pretty normal, right? You wear a mask if you're sick to try and not get other people sick, right? But I think in America, we really don't do that too often. So I'm hoping that, you know, with the, with the pandemic, if, if there's any good thing that could possibly come from the pandemic, it's the normalization of wearing masks when you're sick, you know, just to help the general populace not get
4: sick <laughs> yeah i was just thinking about that you know before covid and everything when people were sick they didn't care about wearing masks or anything they were just like cough here cough there sneeze there who cares <laughs> but now it's like i really hope that still stays um mentally just to prevent others from getting sick because like, oh yeah doesn't it's seem kind of
2: interesting because when if you are sick and if you were wearing a mask, it would seem weird. And then if you explained, oh, I'm wearing a mask because I'm sick, then someone would probably say, oh, then why don't you stay home? You know, you shouldn't be here. So it's yeah. kind of an interesting thing of whether you should even be out in the public when you're sick or and wearing a mask or like, you know, what it applies to. So, what yeah, actually,
3: said, uh, they're going to start wearing a mask every time they go on like the bus or public transportation. I think that's a good idea.
1: Yeah, yeah i definitely agree now actually let's let's hop back a little bit cuz uh i think this is kind of an interesting question uh is there anything good do you guys think that will come from the pandemic like anything at all you know what do you think how about victor how what do you think victor is there anything possibly you know that could come from the pandemic that would be like a net positive
2: i think people will just be more cautious about like like I guess um, being clean and just like what you guys were talking about, like just wearing more masks, like whenever they're like, whenever they have the flu or the cold. And yeah, um, I'll definitely be doing that too. Once I, like, if I ever get sick during this time, but yeah. Um, has anyone else thought about it? Yeah, yeah, I think, are oh, you guys, Steven?
3: Oh, you can go ahead.
2: And okay. I was going to say, I think the, very brief and insignificant, but still sort of interesting environmental reprieve that the earth got. <laughs> um, not like it's going to do anything, but that's sort of interesting. Maybe it might have a little bit of an effect.
3: Well, what well, I was going to say was last year, um, everyone was using this language of like calling the coronavirus the invisible enemy. And that got me thinking about how that's pretty similar to climate change, where it's like not something that you can see, except you can. But that was something that, where, at least where I grew up, a lot of people didn't believe in it. I was wondering last year if dealing with an invisible enemy was going to help people like start thinking more seriously about climate change. But on the other hand, I'm also worried that people are going to be so tired and exhausted after this that they don't want to hear anything about climate change, which worries me because that's not gonna stop just because people don't want to hear about it. So I think that's the next big worry. Um, I really hope, like you said, like the uh, environmental reprieve, not only that, uh, a lot of people who don't usually go outside went on hikes for the first time last year. And I think that helped people realize how important the environment is. So I guess, do you guys think like um, this uh, pandemic is gonna like make people more environmentally con- conscious? or? Do you think we're also just gonna have a terrible response to that like we did with this at first I mean I hope
0: so I hope I hope it brings awareness to everyone because now people have had to go outside and so they see the effects of global warming I mean pollution all of it and like like Steven said it's um, it's a good step back to look and analyze where we've gone wrong. I hope, I hope people start looking at our planet, because we really only got one. I know we're trying to go to Mars, but we really only have one.
3: <laughs> yeah. so Elon Musk is trying to build, like, a slave colony. There's a whole thing about how if you, like, want to go to Mars, but you can't pay it off right away, you can become an indentured servant to him on Mars.
0: Yeah, I'm not, not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll definitely uh, cheer on the people that go to Mars because that's a feat in itself, but uh, no Uh, indentured servitude, um, especially for my people.
1: mm -mm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, just kind of like a crazy idea here, maybe maybe staying inside and going back to like the environment. Maybe staying inside and being cooped up all the time, and like not going out into nature, and, and you know taking everything for granted, maybe that in of itself will make people like, I don't know, care about the environment more because they're not in it all the time. They're like, you know, you're missing what's outside right now because we're in the pandemic. So maybe after the pandemic, people will be like, oh, we gotta save nature. Oh, well, who knows? Though? But what do you think, Vanessa? I'm- what do you think about that
8: whole idea? Um, I was actually thinking about the initial question of like what what we think is going to change after the pandemic. Um, and one thing that I think will change is like the socially, the keeping six feet between customers in line like at a grocery store. I think that's going to change. Um, Because I know, like, I've had experiences where, like, the person behind me is, like, breathing down my neck. Because they're, like, behind me in line. It's Um, like, yo, get out of my bubble. Yeah. (laughs) And I think that'll change. And, like, now people are going to, like, have, like, some distance between each other, which is going to be pretty nice. It's, like, a pretty, it's a very specific thing I was thinking about. But, um, Yeah.
0: No, that makes sense. If you are within arm's reach of me, you're too close. If I don't
1: know you, <laughs> you are too close to me. Yeah, definitely. Hey, Joshua, do you, do you want to hop in on that other question? I heard you kind of speak for a second when I when I shot it over to Vanessa. Like another uh, uh, no, crazy no. idea.
0: No, 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 it's good. I, I, I was just thinking about how uh, Al Gore. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. And I don't know if you guys were like alive. I don't know how old you guys are. But um, Al Gore had been talking about climate change forever. Um, And especially us going to an agriculture school, I think we're more aware of it than the average person. So um, uh, climate change is definitely something that affects all of us. And it's something that we have to come to an understanding with as a species. So uh, I, I think climate change and with the pandemic, that might be the best thing to come out of it because a lot of people did go outside and understand that this is really the only earth we have and uh, we should take care of it. Plus, going into the wilderness is like a breath of fresh air. You are always in your own environment. And so when you go to a different environment, you start to think and view things differently.
2: Yeah, yeah no,
3: definitely. Adding on to that, I think the pandemic got everyone talking together about like a single topic in a way that like almost never happens.
0: Yeah, and, same.
3: Yeah, I hope people learn to keep like conversations going about stuff like this. Cause I, I think in America, people are so like reserved to wanting to hold onto their opinion that there's hostility to talking about major issues like this. But I mean, like with the pandemic that wasn't something that could be ignored. Um, do you guys think like it are in the future stuff like this is gonna be more common not like pandemics but like national discussions about issues. Because, to me, I see that as, like, the step forward.
1: Yeah, gosh, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I was, was going to say. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I hope
10: so, too.
1: I think with the um, with the world that we live in and, like, the, just in general, the times that we live in, anything is possible, which is good and bad. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, I hope so. Uh, yeah, same.
0: I, I also hope so. I think that the... <laughs> I think that more people should be open to having discussions about things that make them uncomfortable, because how else are you supposed to learn about things, about anything else? Like the whole point is to expand your way of thinking. And so you have to have discussions about things that you don't like in order to understand them a little better. And that might change your opinion about how you feel on them. So uh, I hope so. I, I hope that, people are just open to having more discussions because the last four years um, have been very political and very one-sided as far as like America. But when the pandemic hit, it became a world issue. And so now the world has had to discuss this pandemic. So I really hope that people are just open to having more discussions and, and learning about things that they wouldn't get the opportunity to otherwise.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Now, kind of going back to the idea of kind of this world, uh, I don't know, kind of like a collective, I guess, as it's because we're all brought together by the pandemic. Has anyone learned any new languages in the pandemic? Because I, for one, have been studying new languages in the pandemic in my free time. And I'm kind of curious to see if I'm like a fringe case or if anybody else is kind of like on the same bandwagon as I am. Which languages? Oh, well, I've been learning Japanese. I started learning like in college a little while ago, but I've been con- continuing throughout the pandemic. And I think actually, strangely enough, because you know I, I like in person is is great, and it makes it so much easier to have a conversation. But it just in terms of like studying by myself, practicing the languages, I think I've gotten a lot you know better just by being you know at home all the time, having nothing to do. So I'll just like study for a while, you know.
0: So you basically picked up uh Japanese because you were bored?
1: Uh well, because that and I wanted to learn the language, I guess. <laughs> I mean, why else does anyone learn a language, right? I think it's a mixture of boredom and just kind of like uh the
2: I don't want know. to do it.
1: Yeah, like the want to yeah, do it and sense. the want to be in that kind of culture and stuff like that, you know? So I'm um, wondering, I, uh,
2: who speaks I, multiple languages here?
0: Uh, I started picking up French as uh, <laughs> I spoke a little earlier. Um, not studying as much, but you're right. This, this remote setting of of classes, kind of when you're home all the time, you get more time to do the things that you want in your own space. So um, yeah, really French is really it. But yeah, I did start to learn a little more just because, like you said, it's something I wanted to do.
1: Nice.
0: And I had the time now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, I don't know. uh, well, I was gonna ask, um, what languages other people spoke if they want to just chime in. You know, who we haven't heard from Hongjin Kim.
11: Oh, yeah, I'm from Korea, yeah. so I can speak Korean. And actually, my father was the international student of Japan, so uh, he can speak Japanese, so he teach me sometimes, so I can little speak. Japanese as well.
0: Jealous. Oh, awesome. So you speak Japanese, <laughs> Korean, a little and bit. English. Well, yeah. I, no, a little bit still counts. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Korean
11: is my mother, like, mother tongue, so I can speak Korean. So
6: I'm actually learning Korean right now. Oh, that's good. I'm not really good.
11: drama or something.
6: Yeah, I already know how to say yes and no, which is. I like ne means yes, oh, and yeah, right. <laughs> means no. <laughs> because I keep saying that now. Now when people ask me questions, yes and no, I try using those kind of words. Mm-hmm. But I'm still learning how to greet, uh, which is kind of hard sometimes because the you have to move your tongue a certain way so you can get oh. the precise sounds. Yeah. But the K dramas yeah, do help a lot. problems
11: with Korean? So I I can I can teach you or something. So just let me know.
6: <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Thank you. Sure. Also, talking about Korean, do you have any Korean dramas that you re- would recommend? Um
11: I, Class. I'm many of Korean dramas. So you can watch the, it's, it's in the Netflix. So there's so many Korean dramas. So I watched everything. <laughs> so yeah, just. <laughs> what have you me?
0: watched uh Want Class? Hmm. Have you watched It's Want Class?
11: no that? No, it's
0: it's a it's a korean drama on netflix <laughs>
11: oh i actually don't know the i i just know korean title but i don't know the english name of that so yeah
6: <sighs> isn't that one about like anime based uh, to, uh korean drama if i remember to play some video game i have seen the trailer but i haven't really been interested in it the
11: animation
0: Or are you talking about it's you want class?
6: Yeah, it's like
0: it's like this live action about this guy who um, he's in love with this girl. Girl is dating some other guy. The other guy is like a complete jerk. And he just basically tries to like win the girl over. But he goes about his normal life (laughs) by doing it. Uh, Like he works at his family grocery store and has family responsibilities. But he also has to go to school and. uh, see this girl interact who he's in love with like be all over her boyfriend who clearly doesn't care about her it's a really
3: it's a really good show (laughs) I have a question for Molly and then I want to hear uh, other people answer it too um favorite movie or alternatively any movie that you saw recently that was like really good
10: uh yeah I said before um do the right thing but also I was just thinking about how much I love Mulholland Drive by David Lynch. Mm.
3: That movie is so
10: whack. It's so good. I've seen it like probably at least five times now. I don't know if anyone else knows like David Lynch or that movie but
3: I heard very... oh go ahead.
10: No what were you saying?
3: I heard uh people talking about Spike Lee earlier but I missed uh that you said do the right thing. That's one of my favorite movies. I love that movie so 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 much. That's one of the most beautiful movies I've ever seen it's so unique it's all set on like one street right is it yeah, yeah. it's all supposed oh, to take no place way. on the one street yeah they're all live on the same block
10: is it actually was it actually filmed in brooklyn
0: yeah because spike lee barely had a budget for that which is crazy
10: <laughs> oh, no way. it looks yeah. so professional though uh,
9: has anyone seen trailer park boys
3: Yes, yes, yes. yes.
9: <laughs> Making sure. It's like Edda and Nettie, but they live in a trailer park, for those who don't yeah. <laughs> know. Great show.
3: That's exactly it. That's the best description of it. All right. I saw in the chat, uh, someone wants me to give a go at saying the station ID. So, uh, you were listening you to KRT 95.7 on the FM dial, broadcasting from Davis, California. Where the grassroots grow. Hey. So we're it out. Oh, what was that? No, you did a great job. <laughs> <laughs> so we've only got a few minutes left. Um, uh, we're gonna close out the conversation now and start saying goodbyes. I guess. Uh, is there anything that? That's 57, Steve. Oh no 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 no! Not closing yeah. out. But we, we're still like we've got like five minutes left. So is there? Yeah, anything... something like that. Something like that. Anybody Is have any like, final thoughts? That... I think that's what Steven's really trying to get to. <laughs> Is there just any last thoughts like people wanted to get out before we like hit the, the dead mark? Or I have one.
9: Um, hey, 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 smoke weed every day. There we go. <laughs> oh, my, my God. God. <laughs> uh, with the iconic... Uh,
0: who was that? That was Nate Dogg that said it, but I guess it's on a Dr. Dre song, so... <laughs>
5: How do people feel about like masks? Like once they tell us we're okay to stop wearing them, do you guys think you'll be quick to just stop, or do you? It's going to be
0: gradual. It has to be gradual because we've been wearing these things for like the last year, so
5: like part of me now.
2: Yeah, it has to be <laughs> gradual. You invested so much in fashionable masks. So I, you know. I know. Find you any have that, have that get fit the my youth face out of them.
5: Like, kid size is too small, and then adult size is too big. And I just, they all fit weird on me. Do
1: you think, like, masks are going to be the new fashion statement, like, after the pandemic? Because I feel like everyone's got unique masks now. I mean, except for me. I've still got the normal PPE ones, but, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Who was the the singer who
0: showed up to the award show with the mask that didn't have, like, an actual cover on it? Um oh gosh. I, I forgot who it was, but Is she was Lana? trying to make a fashion statement. I think it's
5: Lana Del Rey. Yes,
0: thank you. Yeah. Lana Del Rey. <laughs> yeah. So I think she was trying to make a fashion statement. And I think after mass you'll probably see more of that. Maybe like for like the first couple of months. But it's it has to be gradual. We have to like slide back into normal life. Um, but I know there's people who A already don't wear masks. Yeah. who are like oh i'm just back to normal now so <laughs> so it's going to be like a gradual slide i think
7: mm-hmm. yeah Genius. i have a question
4: that i've been wanting to ask does anyone have like a favorite comfort snack food that they have
0: um Maybe i'm a southerner or ice cream or something like that <laughs> well i'm a southerner so anything with butter in it <laughs> <laughs> And I'm talking, like, loads of butter, like Paula Deen-sized butter.
4: (laughs) So basically butter and then whatever it is on the
0: side. Whatever. Exactly.
5: (laughs) I like having popcorn when I watch my movies because then I feel like I'm still at the movie theaters. Um, And I don't know if anyone else does this and if it's weird or not, but I like throwing M&Ms in there. That's probably my comfort food for watching TV and movies
4: haven't actually had popcorn in a while <laughs> um what about uh what about Giovanna do you have a favorite comfort food snack
7: also um popcorn because um when I eat popcorn and watch movies it, I kind of um it makes me miss the movie theaters a lot um so I like doing that
4: yeah I know uh, theaters have been opening up um especially back home for me, they are like already open up, people are already like, you know, posting their stuff that they're in the theater. And then I kind of like look at the theaters here, but I don't think they're open yet in Davis.
0: Um,
7: uh, The uh, one in
0: Woodland, the theater in Woodland is open, um, but they're only showing, I think right now, Kong versus um, Godzilla. Ew. Um, (laughs) Why you say ew, it wasn't that bad.
4: (laughs) I thought that was it wasn't that bad, but it was bad.
0: <laughs> the the highlights are the fights and Millie Bobby yeah. Brown, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs>
3: I could not stand Millie Bobby Brown. I just wanted her to get off the screen anytime she popped up. What? What have you seen, seen Stranger Things?
5: Do you like her? Yeah, like
3: Things? years ago. I'm so over Stranger Things. Ugh. I still. I've that. never watched it.
9: <laughs> don't don't start. Just let it go. It's, it's over. I, I Honestly, if, if, you haven't watched <laughs> it,
0: if you haven't watched it by now, it's like the hype is gone. Like when it first came out, it was super popular, but They're the kidding. hype is He's gone now. It's
9: boring. They're all grown oh, up. It's, it's weird. I
3: thought it would be like one year and then they kept doing it. I don't care anymore.
0: <laughs> like we saw the Gorgon shut it down.
4: <laughs> uh. Yeah, what about you, Molly? Do you have a, a favorite snack you like to snack on whenever you can? Um,
10: I could probably go through like a whole loaf of bread just eating like buttered toast. It's
9: so good. <laughs> what kind oh, of that's bread? I've actually looking.
4: never put butter on my toast. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's it's weird. Like the only time like I'll eat bread is like a sandwich or like actually that's basically it. just a sandwich. Like I've never eaten it with like i've never even had avocado toast either
1: <gasps> you don't know what you're missing girl
0: <laughs>
4: i mean i love avocado
0: <laughs> it's so good
4: i mean it's nothing bad it's just like I, I don't know i feel like it'd be too plain for me like uh, not avocado the the butter and toast i feel like that would be plain for me what about like peanut butter and toast actually no not that either i mean peanut butter and jelly yeah but like it's never toasted Unbelievable. (laughs) Who knows? Maybe I'll try it today. I mean, I still have to eat, so
10: that could be an option for lunch, breakfast.
9: (laughs) Molly, you sound like Opry Plaza for some reason. I don't know why. It's just
10: I have actually been told that before.
9: (laughs) It's great, guys. Uh,
1: Sorry to interrupt your conversation, but unfortunately, we're out of time. You are listening to KDRT ninety five point seven on the FM dial, broadcasting from Davis, California. With a grassroots grow. Everyone, why don't we go ahead and say our goodbyes and we'll sign off. Okay. Bye, everyone. Bye,
7: Adios. Bye everybody. Bye. Bye.
1: Goodbye. This Bye. is a lot of fun. We got to do this again next Thursday, 10 o'clock. <laughs> <Deal>? <laughs> Sounds good. We'll yeah. see you all again next good Thursday. <laughs>
6: John Theater and I'm Rita, and this is the Center for the Arts. Thank you so much. Thank Thank
3: you.
4: This hour of KDRT programming is underwritten by Berryessa Brewing Company, offering a rotating lineup of fresh handcrafted beers, live music, and food trucks. Open Thursday through Sundays and located at 27260 Highway 128. Winners. Information at berryessabrewingco.com.